Session was <laughs> fire lit dope it was gucci it was cheddar it was hype <laughs> it was beat to the gods <laughs> what does that mean what is that even? i i've heard it like drag queens use oh. <laughs> like her face is beat to the gods <laughs> oh is that a good thing i think it means like like it's amazing oh like, wow it's beat- super cool it means like usually i hear people using that when they're applying makeup to their oh. face so they say like i gotta go beat my face oh oh wow that's so and i've heard like beat to the gods ooh, ooh. i gotta use that one beat to the gods yes and i like snatched Ooh. oh yeah oh snatched that was snatched but that's more like for aesthetics i think like mm. oh your makeup is snatched today oh 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 <laughs> hi <Yeah>. guys <laughs> hello <laughs> welcome <laughs> welcome to the fact check portion yes of this episode where we only talk about facts yes only facts that we've researched from google on google Google. if you didn't catch that from our intro but uh we hope you guys enjoyed our our new intro song that we've been working on for like 20 seconds the longest like 10 minutes ever (laughs) where we were trying to like figure out rack our brains yes this is what happens when you don't have intro music. Okay, you gotta just make it work. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you just gotta make it's it like work. Like when you don't have enough money to buy presents for your friends, you just <laughs> <laughs> you make them homemade homemade cards with construction paper. This was our homemade construction paper holiday card. But those have the most character. Exactly. So I'm proud of where we have landed. Yes. We're paying our respects to the 90s R&B yes, artists. Yes, we did. Shoot. Mm. That's feeling um, it. So with that, that leads us into our this fact check episode. How did you feel about Monica's? Oh, my God. I loved, I loved that session. I think that was probably our best session yet. I think, like, we're getting, again, if we mentioned it before, mm-hmm. but we're definitely getting better yeah. with every recording. Um, but, yeah, I loved this mm-hmm. one because it felt so, like, just at home- and casual and approachable and yes we were definitely trying to tie in and talking about um music Mm -hmm. and songwriting and all the technicalities of that Mm -hmm. um that comes from like an artist's point of view um but I also love that we got to really take a sneak peek into Monica's history and background and how that all kind of relates and ties into her music and her yeah. work. Yeah. It was nice. And Monica was a great guest. She felt so natural. I like know. It just felt like we were having a conversation, which was nice. Um, and she really brought a lot of neat perspectives. Yeah. And, and I, there were a lot of things I learned about her while we were recording too. Yeah. So that was really neat. Yeah. I, I like, um, how she mentioned, I think like my favorite segment was probably like towards the end. Mm. Um, cause I feel like we kind of <laughs> tied it back to how it relates to all of us in 
today's culture. Yeah. Like where today's culture is kind of primarily headed, mm-hmm. at least like mainstream culture in California yeah. slash like LA and um, what young adults are striving to do or striving for when they think about their passions yeah. or what they're supposed to be doing and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And she was very honest about that, which yeah. I appreciated. Thank yeah. you, Monica. Thank you. We love you. But we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, come back to that. But we want to start with um, <laughs> addressing some noises. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard because we definitely heard while recording. Yes. there. Uh, if you heard any squeaky sounds in the background towards like the end of our recording, um, it was, there are some dying animals we found. Yeah. We actually, we actually record Austin's in... Austin's fridge. We... <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> I'm she, kidding. Yeah, she, she blast. No, oh, yeah, yeah. It, there was just like this ruckus of noise that started coming from yeah. the fridge. Yeah. And we were trying to keep our composure and just kind of and, just talk through and that. And we did pretty well. We did really well until it just couldn't be ignored anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. So well, please if, excuse yeah. the And background. if you hear any noises, just, you know, it, whatever. Yeah, it's life, okay? Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens the best of us we're like we're sorry for this problem but it happened <laughs> so just deal with it tough love <laughs> this podcast is all about it's tough free love. okay <laughs> take it or leave it anyways uh, all right michelle so you were saying how in the podcast um like music does something to our brains yes and i was actually both wrong and right okay at the same time elaborate because <laughs> i looked it up after we recorded yeah and i mentioned that music uh lights up a certain a different part of our brains than language does mm-hmm. but in actuality when after i researched a little bit more i realized it uh music lights up all of our <laughs> every part of our brain <laughs> it does light up our brains <laughs> it lights up all parts yes um so i actually looked at a very spe- uh, an article published by University of uh, Florida, mm-hmm. Central Florida. And I don't know if you want me to go into every... Yeah, totally. Like, okay, so it does light up your brain. But you were... I know you were saying it, it lights up, like, particular areas of yes. the brain. Is that Does that still hold true? Yeah, that okay. still holds true. So um, just really big... We'll go into the different uh, parts of the brains. Okay. But it actually lights up definitely the language portion. Uh-huh. It lights up your motor portion of the the part of your brain that controls your motor yeah. skills it and then it touches on your emotional wherever your emotions are being mm-hmm. controlled that's it touches on like your motor function area yeah that's so interesting which which makes sense because we dance we want to like dance oh. and that's where it like clicks um also memory so you know how yeah. we're talking about how the certain songs bring up it's certain like memories yeah and we have very strong ties to certain yes. things and when even monica was saying that she could even smell certain things or she can recall like what she was wearing and and, right. and the feelings like all of that makes sense because when you're listening to music yeah all of those functions of your brains are are lighting up yeah that's why I think it's really nice watching, for example, like movies or uh, in an actual theater yeah. or listening to live music in a room or in an area where the sound is set mm-hmm. to like an optimal, like to optimal levels. Yeah. So you, it's almost like an experience that mm-hmm. you're having because there's so many parts of your brain that are exactly. Like, 
I don't know, rece- receiving all this information and being and, like, engaged. It exactly. Yeah. So it's like an experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me just go real quick yes. through the different, it's just actually a lot of parts of the brain. So the first part is the frontal lobe. And this is the biggest part. This is the most important part of our brain because it controls our thinking and decision making and planning skills. Uh-huh. And it says the frontal lobe is the most important to being a human. We have a big frontal lobe compared to other animals. By listening to music, we can enhance its function. So Uh just even listening to music will help us think better. It'll help us make better decisions. And even when we're planning. I feel like, I don't know if this has to do with that, but when I'm studying, it's like, yes and no, I like to listen to music. Like, yes, if it's the right type of music, then I I totally get into this like zone where I'm focused and I can read all the (laughs) the texts that I don't want to be reading, (laughs) but I can actually focus on it and get a lot of work done. Yeah. On Spotify, there's an entire genre called focus and it has a bunch of playlists with instrumentals. Yeah. Different kinds of instrumentals that you might be into. which I listen to during work because I have to do a lot of focused work. Yeah. uh, Like just planning and project planning. Uh, So I listen to a lot of instrumentals, lo-fi. Yeah. Oh, oh, lo-fi. Yeah. You know, what's funny. Monica and I were like Mm -hmm. hanging out one time and she listened, she uh, showed me a lo-fi playlist Mm -hmm. and I was like, what in the world? What is lo-fi? Like what, what does that even mean? Actually, I don't know. Low frequency. I don't know. Okay, Austin says he doesn't know either. Definition of lo-fi. <clears throat> Google <throat> is our best friend. Lo-fi is... So thank you, Google. It says, mm. adjective of or employing sound or rep- reproduction of a lower quality than hi-fi. Wow. Super wow. informative. Now we know. Uh, what is... I don't know what that means. It means... Okay, while you're looking that up, let me jump into the next lobe of our brain. Yeah. Um, so then... Other part that lights up is the temporal lobe. And this process is what we hear, which obviously, because our ears are being engaged. And so we're we're listening to uh, the music. And we actually use this. uh, We use the language center to appreciate music, which spans both sides of the brain. Um, So through language and words are interpreted in the left hemisphere, Mm. while music and sounds are interpreted in the right hemisphere of our brain. Okay. So this is where we're engaged in that. I like that because then I feel like it gives you maybe if you do are listening to music or mm-hmm. podcast or whatever while you're doing your work, I feel like then you're is it a benefit like you're working both the left yeah. and right hemispheres and of I your think, brain. Yeah, and I think that's why we can understand lyrics as they're being sung while yeah. while fully understanding the musical components. Yeah. of it. I wonder if like I want to see like a rapper's brain. <coughs> when they're like you know yeah i yeah, wonder what actually. that looks like and i bet it's just all bright in there <laughs> both <laughs> hemispheres going at it yeah actually i was i don't know if it's in this article but in a different article that i was reading they were saying people who play music they actually can visualize uh-huh. music uh in a different way like they're people's brains that are used to creating music or playing music yeah uh they are able to interpret the music in the both like not just in an audible way but also visually mm. or like they can imagine yeah. certain things which is it's hard to explain in words but when i was reading it, it made a lot of sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> um okay so the definition just to uh close this yes. part uh portion up is low fidelity definition of that it's like a type of sound recording which contains technical flaws that make the recording sound different compared to like live sound being recorded um so it stands for 
uh, low fidelity and oh. I guess it helps like set you like set the mood subconsciously, oh, subconsciously so okay. you can go from like being amped to like calm oh so it mellows you out yeah okay interesting yeah I I didn't know that there was like an actual term for music kind of along those lines mm-hmm. I feel like there's usually like a rhythm to it mm-hmm. there's like a beat that but it's very like steady and slower yeah. and then there's like an there's a bit of like acoustic happening in the background like, at least like yeah, the yeah. lo-fi music that right, I've right, right. listened to <clears throat> myself but yeah oh that's cool um, so the next area of the brain is called the Broca's area, and mm-hmm. it, this enables us to produce speech. So we use this part of the brain to express music. Mm-hmm. Playing an instrument may improve your ability to communicate better. Aww. So I've, that's also part of the other article I was reading that people who pick up instruments at a young age, yeah. they're actually able to articulate themselves better even in speech. Really? Because it's exercising that part of your brain. So I'm assuming it's the Broca's area that's being exercised. That's interesting. Oh, I want to like figure out, like, I want to ask people and interview like musicians about Mm -hmm. that. Because I'm I'm sure there's some people who feel like they can better communicate themselves through just singing. Yeah. Or um, just by playing their instrument. They're not really big on like talking and whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's really cool to know that. And that makes sense if, you know, as you're singing or you're interpreting a certain music, or song in a certain way it's Mm -hmm. you're also engaging that expressive side yeah so maybe you feel like you're conveying a certain message better versus just purely speech because you have like that part of your brain is also engaged communication yeah okay so it's like that's lighting up um so you feel like you're being more expressed or you're able to express yourself right better beyond words so we're now traveling into the center of our brains in the nucleus accumbens. Um, here it seeks pleasure and reward and plays a big role in addiction as yeah. it releases the neurotransmitter dopamine. Mm. It says music can be a drug, a very addictive drug, drug because it's also acting on the same part of the brain as illegal drugs. Yeah. Music increases dopamine in the nucleus accumbens similar to cocaine. Totally. And dopamine is like, it's a very natural, uh, is it a, what do you call that? Like a chemical or yeah. like in your body. Mm-hmm. And it is addictive. It's like we're, we are creatures and we are, we can easily like train ourselves in that yeah. way. And that's how people get addicted to things mm-hmm. is because their, their dopamine levels shoot up when you're experiencing like Certain a pleasure. Things. Yes. Yeah. No matter how, in what form that pleasure like comes, mm-hmm. Uh, that's why you get addicted to things. Yeah. Like drugs is definitely one of definitely them. Definitely drugs is addictive. Yeah. But even I, even yeah. like even uh, songs, you know, like mm-hmm. if we are going to relate it back to music, mm-hmm. like songs that make you feel good. Yeah. That's why, you know, you listen to them because it, the Makes dopamine levels go up when yeah. you listen to it, you know. And it doesn't have to equate happiness either. It's just like this right. euphoric feeling. Yeah. Um, it gets your mood up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember, uh, I have a friend who, I'm sure there are many friends out there that does this, but she will play the crap out of her favorite song. Like, she will play it 20 times That's a day. Me. That's literally me. Wow. <laughs> Every time I discover, like, a new <laughs> song that I love, I literally play it on repeat until I hate it. <laughs> and then I'll go back to it later. Yeah. But, I just have to listen to all of it and know like every part of it and every nuance. I see. <laughs> I see. I, I My roommate, shout out to you, Whoa, yeah. roommate. Woo. Uh, my old roommate, she would just play the same song over and over, uh-huh. where to the point. I was like, listen, 
listen, we need to change this playlist because I've been listening to Taylor Swift for the last five days because of you. Oh my God. Which song though? She really likes the Red album. She's going to kill me if I get this wrong. She's like, you, you better know me by now. We've been friends for like 15 years. Um, Whoa. What is the song, Michelle? <laughs> Dang it. Uh, red. Oh. <laughs> All right. Moving on. The next part of our brain, the amygdala, it processes amygdala. 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 Now I'm confused. Amygdala. Amygdala. Processes and triggers emotions. (laughs) Music can control your fear, make you ready to fight, and increase pleasure. When you feel shivers go down your spine, the amygdala is activated. (laughs) Wow. It's the experiential part of our brain. So, yeah, the shivers is a thing. Yeah. Goosebumps are a thing, people. Okay. Let's Thank you, amygdala. Mm -hmm. And the hippocampus uh, produces and retrieves memories. So this is the memory portion. Uh, Produces and retrieves memories, regulates emotional responses, and helps us navigate. Uh, Consider the central processing unit of the brain. It's one of the first regions of the brain to be affected by Alzheimer's disease, leading to confusion and memory loss. Mm -hmm. Music may increase neurogenesis in the hippocampus, allowing production of new neurons and improving memory. That's fascinating, dude. I think that's why there needs to be more research into things like music, um, helping with therapy. Yeah. Even, even like, I think, I think with therapy in general and helping like maybe people with more like brain, uh, and like mind slash like psycho, 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 I don't want to say psychotic. That's not right. (laughs) Psychosis? Psychological issues. You can use like music, Mm -hmm. uh, as a form of therapy. Yeah, music therapy is totally a thing. Yeah, there needs there definitely needs to be more research on that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even with the arts, art therapy mm-hmm. it was like such a small niche mm-hmm. of uh, like research. But I feel like there are a lot of connections and like um, things that can help people yeah. um, through that method because it's such like an experiential thing. Mm-hmm. It's like very tactile. Yeah. It's engaging like a lot of different parts of your mind and exactly. your body. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's important. Um, also, in, it just in child development as well. So it gets, yeah. it, I get really sad when I hear that we're cutting budgets from our arts departments in public schools because right. it, yes. It's like, usually the first to go. Yeah. I mean, math and English, definitely really important skills to have. But right. arts, it, it ignites a certain part of your brain um, that just helps with all forms of development like we said communication right with memory motor skills all of these things are important and when we engage in music or different types of arts um our our brains just it's like exercising that part of our brain yeah that's why i appreciate when i see people who are making strides to make art available and accessible to people in the community mm-hmm. and i think like it's easy to overlook those things because it seems kind of like tacky and cheesy like oh a community arts thing yeah. or you but finger I, paint right, yeah, right. Or you kind of like belittle the yeah. or like take for granted uh what that could be totally. but i think there's like uh a lot of resources um that you can find when you do delve into you know the community mm-hmm. or um just like local resources around you when it comes to the arts and when it's more difficult to find in your maybe local school or wherever you're at yeah mm-hmm. yeah so get out there fund your arts department 
go and get donate. connected. Get y'all. connected. Take donate. Advantage. Do your thing for your community and for the future generations. That was a plug. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's important. Okay. Okay. Just do it. <laughs> so is that all for the brain? Actually, there's three more. Three oh. more. So I know. So I know. There's so many. See, it's the entire brain. Uh, okay. So next, real quick, corpus con- callosum, or I'm gonna say that I, that I'm butchering this so bad. Corpus, <laughs> corpus callosum. Callosum. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Callosum. Um, it enables the left and right hemispheres to communicate, allowing for coordinated body movement as well as complex thoughts that require logic and intuition. Mm-hmm. So it's engaging both our left and right side. Yeah. So our left side it supposedly uh, controls our logical side of our brains and our right side is the intuitive or more artistic or it's mm, not art- both can be artistic. Right. Uh, but an intuition sense of, I guess, like that. F- <laughs> I don't, I don't even know how to describe intuition. How, how would you describe intuition? Uh, so I don't know. It's like a sense, I suppose. Yeah. Like a sixth sense type yeah. thing. Yeah. It's, but it's more connected to like, it's almost like street smarts. Like you gotta, it's learned. Yeah. You know, intuition is learned. But it's just hard. It's a, it's just, it's like you're, you're getting a certain concept without fully having any concrete I don't know. See, I don't even know what I'm talking about. It says intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. Ah. So it's like a gut. Gut. Like, gut feeling. Yeah. Or like a gut understanding of something. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Thank you, Google. So you're understanding music on a much more, I guess, the intuitive level, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's channeling to the left side of your brain to coordinate how to hit the keys in sequence mm-hmm, to create mm-hmm. the music that you're you're wanting to create yeah so it's doing both at the same time dang dude you know what's funny uh as i was thinking about just music in general what kind of music's really out there it's really like the major things that people make music about are <laughs> like about emotions <laughs> Yes. Yeah, like, and the biggest one is love, I suppose. Like, like 95% of songs out there, I feel like, is is attached to some sort of either love or, like, hooking up or Or, like, even hate. Like, oh, this person made me, like, so angry. So there's, like, you know, or sadness. Like, very strong emotions Uh, and things that Mm -hmm. that are linked to very, like, major emotions. There's, like, a lot of music out there. Uh, At least that's what I hear all the time. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like man, when are we going to like stop writing love songs, <laughs> you know, Never. and like start writing about other things? Uh, I wonder why. Yeah. why. What do you feel? Why do you think we gravitate towards love songs so much? I don't know. Maybe it is because it's like a form of therapy. So I'm like, what, what else is there to say about love? You know, I've heard it all really. Like whether it be in like a religious type of, mm-hmm. you know, religious music yeah. uh, and they're talking about love or even like secular music where they're talking about love. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it, I, I, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Uh, but something I do appreciate um, when I hear like a love song uh, are when lyricists or artists are able to express the nuances yes like the little details Mm -hmm. and you're like oh shoot yeah yeah that little little tiny emotion or that little tiny like thing that you experience Mm -hmm. that quiet moment to yourself they like kind of shed light on it Mm -hmm. with like a lyric or something that's what i appreciate i'm like oh i get it yes the feels yeah no i agree i think um 
love is universal. I think everybody wants to be loved and wants to love. Yeah. And that's a very universal feeling that we can all relate to. Mm-hmm. And, but like you said, when it gets to that nuance or even that very specific moment that you can like, oh, like I know mm-hmm. exactly and all your like your your fingers you, i don't know like yeah. your body reacts to a certain way and your and, and i think uh yeah it makes it kind of special because it makes it feel like it's so personal i know to you. it makes you feel like oh, so understood mm, yeah yeah i think that's, that's huge yeah when when an artist or musician can make you feel understood yeah that's truly powerful yeah all right so moving on from the brain then we kind of wanted to um elaborate on the uh, we, we talked about like the culture of you know oh my follow your dreams oh yeah yeah uh yeah we did talk about that follow your dreams and and tying it also into the whole social media and what that portrays and how we have a tendency to compare ourselves right but pertaining to the dream like whole mm-hmm. like follow your dreams and do you and like live your best life i'm like all about that of course yes, you know 100 percent. but i think there's also like another i think aspect that you have to consider when you are saying those things is yeah if you have a dream go for it but it's not as easy as just go for it like there are a lot of different things that you need to consider uh, just logistically even yeah like steps and mini goals mm-hmm. to like get to that and achieve exactly. that no one know? is overnight there's no such thing as an overnight success exactly right? there's that saying it took a thousand steps to achieve an overnight yeah. success or something again i'm butchering that up so bad but you get you get the, you point. Get the point um okay so one thing about that that i want to mention is like okay i had a divide thinking i had like i've always had this like i'm at a crossroads crisis um since my like early 20s -hmm. uh because i i was pursuing acting for Mm -hmm. a while yeah and that is radically different from what a lot of people choose to do in orange county with their career slash like futures like i changed my major Mm -hmm. from art to theater so didn't get any better in my parents eyes they're like Mm -hmm. oh what is this detour you know (laughs) Uh, they were like against it and i absolutely changed my major anyway Ooh, rebel <laughs> exactly and i loved it because i appreciated like the yeah. art of it mm-hmm. there's so there i can go on and on about it but i was thinking about this because i was like dang i looked at my parents lives mm-hmm. and they're both artists and i remember and i realized i was like oh my god my dad went to art center mm-hmm. in Pasadena and he was a design major and my mom, she was a cellist. And so they're, they're both dreamers, yeah. you know? And, um, when I look at what they're doing now, uh, I'm like, dude, they're, they have, they're not doing anything related to what they're passionate about when they were my age. Mm-hmm. And that makes me really sad because yeah. I'm like, dude, they, their lives, like their generation kind of laid the groundwork so that I can have the opportunity Mm -hmm. uh, where, you know, in America to be successful Mm -hmm. and to them, obviously success and dreams and like all of that is defined by, I think financial security. Um, So when they look at me going for going down certain paths where financial security is not Mm -hmm. guaranteed, it's concerning. And I thought about that and it, it is a lot of pressure on my shoulders Mm -hmm. because it's like I felt I felt that pressure I was like oh my god do I honor their you know life sacrifices Mm -hmm. by doing what they 
deem as like successful to like getting myself Mm -hmm. on a career path that is, you know, stable and will provide and whatever. Mm -hmm. Or do I honor their life sacrifices by doing something that I truly love? Like, uh, and doing my and trying to do my best in that and so I was like really torn and I think it can there's no like right or wrong answer unfortunately it's very gray uh but I think right now I'm uh, even now like to this day I struggle with those questions you know I think a lot of people struggle with that and with my mom too she's an artist so she went to art school in Korea and she was also really heavily involved in theater oh that's super undergrad yeah uh so she loved uh doing plays and musicals yeah uh, but she was also a graphic designer and she moved here after having us i I think i briefly talked about this in our first episode but Uh she went back to school for interior design and that's her passion that's like her dream yeah and she chased it um when i talked to her now there are certain things that she regrets because she couldn't be there for us because she was Mm. studying Mm -hmm. and so she couldn't be there in certain integral moments of our lives yeah and so she does regret certain portions of it but at the same time like me being her daughter i i actually gained so much uh inspiration from her because she worked so hard and knowing the the sacrifice for her to uh give us a life that she wants to give us Mm -hmm. and chasing her dreams it was not easy Mm -hmm. and so like i've i've seen her fight and be resilient and just tough it out and there are moments where I I'm like, I can't do this. I'm going to give up. I just can't go any further. And I think about her and how much effort she put into right. it. And I'm like, this is nothing. This is absolutely right. nothing. It's like this woman so. made it work. So yeah. I can I, do. I, I can better. Do. I better make it work. <laughs> so what would you say? Like, what, for, at least for you, mm-hmm. what would kind of honoring your mom's like sacrifices, what she's kind of like the life that she's, yeah i made for you and your family i think we're we kind of land on a similar ground Uh um she i mean she i love that she chased after her dreams but her wishes for me is to chase mine right and to do what i want to do and i remember there was a point where she my undergrad studies she asked if i wanted to be uh to follow after her and she Mm. wanted me to be an interior designer too Mm -hmm. but after talking to her uh and i said you know i don't think that's really my path she was so gracious in saying hey i get it i'm i chase mine so I, i totally understand where you're coming from yeah and you have to uh obviously like financial financial security is is on it matters every, yeah on yeah. everyone's mind like she doesn't want us she doesn't want me to you know struggle, <laughs> struggle. yeah uh so yeah but i think for her she does understand if there's something that i want to chase after that i i have to do it or live with the regret of never right. or even trying i guess like that's literally the best case scenario mm-hmm, coming is. from like a parent to a child Mm -hmm. you know yeah i think it helped me boost my confidence as a kid absolutely uh so i'm very thankful i mean there were moments where she wasn't there when i was in the school play or i had a show or or something that was going on she wasn't physically there but in retrospect um, I learned a, lo- a ton of lessons through her sacrifice. And again, like you said, there's no right or wrong answers. Right. It's about how we perceive and understand how our parents love us. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's just different for every family. 
Um, all right. So let's let's uh, maybe close up this fact check yeah. with a review Ooh. on uh, a musician oh, that we listened to. Yes. Oh, yes, we did. We did uh, Monica to. mentioned that one of her biggest inspirations and favorite musicians is Ben Howard. Uh, and she was saying like, it just like his music makes her like fall in love. Right. Yeah. Or, or she said people fall in love. Oh, people fall him. in love with it. <gasps> yeah. So we wanted to see if this was actually true mm-hmm. and experience it ourselves if yeah. it was. So we listened to some Ben Howard songs. We did. How was that for you, it Michelle? It was. What'd you listen to? I listened. So when she was talking about it, there was a particular song that I was thinking about, but I couldn't quite remember the lyrics or the songs because it was yeah. such a long time ago but i looked it up afterwards um and the song was called bones uh-huh and there was one lyric I, and maybe it was because i was in college at the time when i first heard this song but there was a, a line that says you laugh like you've never been lonely you love like you've always been lonely and oh my i was god. like wow just like tear me up and Throw me in a trash can. <laughs> that's love, like so sad. Yeah, you love like you've always been lonely. And I'm like, wow. Like that's the intensity of of love that he sees in her. But it's not for him. I Ooh, know. It's for another man. Some other dude. Dang. I Okay. So I listened to this song and I listened to like his number one song uh, on Spotify. Yes. And I was like, okay. It sounds like a worship song. <laughs> I said this before and I will say it again. I swear as soon as like the first, I hear the first string like ding. I'm like, oh my God, it's like a worship song. Like it just takes me back there. So it's just, uh, I'm sorry. Like the associations, like the chord progressions, mm-hmm. the, even the voice, like I'm like, oh. Wow. I've heard this. I've heard this a million times. And, and if you're, if you're curious what song do I listen to? It was only love. Only love. Yeah, like both songs. I was like, oh my God, it sounds like a worship song. Okay, I just think I have these associations in my brain. Yeah, any acoustic guitar. I'm like, oh my God, it's a a worship song. Uh, Mellow, mellow worship song. So I couldn't, it's hard for me to get into. It's hard. I'm sorry. I get it. You know, it's cute. The lyrics are cute. Mm -hmm. But I was like, "Mm." it's the acoustic. Yeah. Mm. So uh, let's wrap it up with this, with this, with this thought. Uh, what music so this is part of the article that i was reading oh yeah it says what music is the best and you know what it says classical no oh it says turns out whether it's rock and roll jazz hip-hop or classical your gray matter prefers the same music you do so it depends on your personal background interesting any and all music it really is subjective yeah i like that though and so that's why i'm like I mean, people get famous for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, and it's because there people can relate and connect to it. Yeah. But just because you're not like, let's say you don't get famous off of your music. I think if you really are somebody who does love music and you're making music for you, like Monica, you mm-hmm. know, she makes music yeah. for herself. Yeah. I'm like, that's good music. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it does something therapeutic for you. Mm-hmm. You will learn something. Um, that experience that you had as you were creating or listening to something like if that is a connection that you've made for yourself, I think it's great. 
All right, you guys, thanks for sticking through that with us. Um, we absolutely enjoyed that session with Monica. Um, I think it was so special. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed some of her snippets. Yeah. Of her song. So good. I know. I, I feel like that's something I, I've always, <laughs> I lack uh, skill in, but um, I always go to Monica to help me out a little bit with like songwriting and um, just for some inspo from yeah. somebody who has been doing it mm, for way longer. Definitely. But yeah, I loved it. All right, you guys. All right. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening. So until and until next, next time. time. Yeah. Don't take our word for it, y'all. Bye. Bye. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. uh. We don't uh. know. Fact check. This is why we fact check. Because Ooh. we don't know. Uh. We don't know till we know. We don't know. No, we don't know till we know. Google, fact check, detail podcast. We don't know till we know. Fact check, we don't know till we know. We don't know what we're doing. Don't know, faux show. Google it, Google it. Detail podcast. Wow.